Hi, and welcome to the Good Health Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Good, a registered nutritional therapy practitioner and functional medicine practitioner. Join me as we explore thyroid, brain, and fatigue conditions with positivity. From Hashimoto's to multiple sclerosis, chronic fatigue to adrenal dysfunction, I've got you covered. With expert advice and tips to help you take action now and inspiring real patient stories from successful individuals who refuse to let their health hold them back. Start your journey to good health today. And don't forget to come and join the conversation on Instagram at good underscore health, that's G-O-O-D-E. Or visit my website at nicolegoodhealth.com to find out more. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Good Health Podcast. I'm your host, functional medicine practitioner and BAMP registered nutritionist, Nicole Good. And today we're diving into a topic that is not only crucial for your overall well-being, but plays a significant role in your longevity and immune health. And that is sleep optimization. So sleep is often underestimated, but it's a pillar of good health. Today, we'll explore how quality sleep can really impact your longevity and boost your immune system. So why is sleep so essential for longevity and immunity? So during sleep, our bodies undergo a variety of processes that are vital for overall health. One of these processes is the release of growth hormone, which is crucial for tissue repair, muscle growth, and even the maintenance of a strong immune system. During sleep, especially in the first half of the, of the night, so those early hours, the body enters a state where growth hormone is actually secreted in much higher amounts. And one of the primary functions of, of growth hormone is to stimulate the growth and regeneration of cells, tissues, and organs. So this includes the repair of muscles, bones, and other vital structures that undergo wear and tear during those day-to-day activities that we're all doing. Growth hormone also aids in the metabolism of fats and the maintenance of healthy body composition. So it's going to help with weight as well. Moreover, growth hormone contributes significantly to the anti-aging process. So it helps to preserve the integrity of our skin and the connective tissues and promotes our youthful appearance. Collagen, which is a protein that is crucial for skin elasticity and firmness, benefits from the regenerative effects of growth hormone. The importance of growth hormone though extends beyond that kind of physical growth and repair because it also influences metabolism, energy levels and immune function. Growth hormone actually enhances the utilization of fats for energy, bearing glucose for essential functions in the body. This can actually contribute to better weight management and metabolic health. In the context of longevity, the role of growth hormone becomes even more significant because as we age, the natural production of growth hormone tends to decline. That's a normal part of the aging process and it contributes to the aging process. By prioritizing deep and restorative sleep, individuals can support the optimal release of growth hormone, which helps to promote cellular repair, metabolic balance, and that overall resilience. This emphasizes that kind of really interconnected relationship between quality sleep and your growth hormone secretion, and then the maintenance of a healthy, vibrant, and functionally efficient body over the course of your entire life. Now let's talk about the immune system specifically. So how does sleep impact our ability to fend off illnesses and promote longevity? Studies have shown that inadequate or poor quality sleep can weaken the immune system, making you more susceptible to infections and chronic diseases. On the other hand, when we prioritize and we optimize our sleep, our immune cells become more efficient at fighting off pathogens. During the various stages of sleep, the immune system undergoes essential processes that contribute to its optimal functioning. 
One crucial aspect of this is the production of cytokines. These are proteins that play a really key role in the immune response. An adequate sleep enhances the production and the release of these cytokines. This facilitates the body's ability to combat infections and illnesses. On the flip side of this, chronic sleep deprivation or poor sleep quality can actually disrupt the balance of these immune system components. And this makes the body more susceptible to infections and reduces its capability to mount an effective defense. Additionally, sleep supports the formation of immune memory. So this is the vital aspect for long-term protection against pathogens. This is where our immune system will remember pathogens that we've come into contact with before and therefore be able to mount a faster and better response if we come into contact with them again. So when individuals consistently prioritize sufficient and restful sleep, they're actually providing your immune system with the necessary tools to be able to respond really efficiently to the challenges that we all come up against. We're all gonna come up against pathogens in life. Ultimately, this promotes better resilience, immune resilience, better longevity and overall well-being. And that immune resilience is really, really vital when we're talking about autoimmune diseases as well. So when we've got chronic illnesses, that immune resilience is really important for that as well as being important for that longevity and overall well-being. Quality sleep really is the cornerstone of overall health and well-being. And it, its benefits extend far beyond the immediate feelings of restfulness. You know, that's that's the sort of benefit that we see initially. We feel that sort of waking up feeling restored. But that really is just one part of the picture, as well as then also benefiting our immune function you know, in the context of health and longevity, there are also many other benefits that we get from prioritizing sufficient and restorative sleep. So let's take a look at some of those other, let's have a little sort of whistle-stop tour of some of those other benefits that we can get from really good quality sleep. So one is cognitive function. So adequate sleep is crucial for the cognitive processes such as memory consolidation, learning, problem solving. It's also going to enhance mental clarity and alertness to allow us to perform better. And this is contributing to overall cognitive health. But it's also helping us to enhance and optimize our performance as well as maintaining that independence and quality of life as we age. Sleep is also going to benefit our cardiovascular health. So chronic sleep deprivation has been linked to an increased risk in cardiovascular diseases. This includes things like your hypertension, your heart attacks, your strokes. And quality sleep really supports the maintenance of healthy blood pressure and optimal cardiovascular function. Then we've got weight management, which we've touched on with that growth hormone, but also sleep plays a role in regulating the hunger hormone. So this is your leptin and your ghrelin. Lack of sleep can actually disrupt this balance. And these are the hormones that tell us when, we, when we're no longer hungry. So they help us to stop eating when we're full. And actually disrupted sleep can disrupt this balance of these hormones. And this can lead to actually increased feelings of hunger and also a preference for those higher calorie, more sugary foods. And this in turn obviously can contribute to weight gain or to stubborn weight loss and to obesity. And all of those things are then associated with a higher risk of chronic diseases. Sleep is also beneficial for our mood and emotional well-being. So insufficient sleep has been closely linked to mood disorders such as depression and anxiety. And a lot of chronic illnesses, we know people are more prone to getting depression and anxiety. So it's really important that we are supporting that mental health as well prioritizing good sleep can positively impact emotional resilience, stress management, and mental health. 
all of which are going to contribute to that higher quality of life and longevity. Then we've got inflammation reduction. So chronic inflammation is a common factor in many of those kind of age-related diseases and many of the chronic diseases, as well as, of course, in the autoimmune diseases. And quality sleep has anti-inflammatory effects. So there's a sort of a limited benefit to eating all the anti-inflammatory foods if you're not sleeping properly, because you're, you're only getting half the picture. We really need to have the full approach of your diet and lifestyle factors. And sleep is a huge part of that when we're talking about inflammation. So sleep's anti-inflammatory effects really help to regulate the immune response. And they also reduce those risks of chronic inflammatory conditions. Sleep also helps with cellular repair and regeneration. So during deep sleep, the body actually engages in repair and regeneration at the cellular level. And this process is essential for maintaining the integrity of tissues and organs. We've touched on this a little bit already and really helps to contribute to a healthier and more resilient body over time, particularly as we age. Sleep's also involved in your hormonal balance. So in addition to growth hormone, sleep influences the balance of various hormones such as cortisol, so your stress hormones, insulin, so looking at your blood sugar and melatonin, so your sleep. Proper regulation of these hormones is really crucial for that metabolic health, stress response, and overall hormonal health. All of those contribute to your overall longevity, health, and well-being. Sleep's also important in pain management. So a lot of chronic illnesses, or as we age, we get aches and pains. A lot of those chronic pain conditions are actually exacerbated by poor sleep. Conversely, adequate sleep has been proven to contribute to pain reduction and improved pain tolerance. So we become more tolerant to pain if we're sleeping better, enhances our overall physical comfort and well-being. So what can you do? What tips, what things could you put in place to optimize your sleep for longevity and a robust immune system? Creating an effective morning and sleep routine is a really powerful way of enhancing your overall well-being and productivity. So here are some steps to help you build your routines in for both morning and sleep. So let's start with an effective morning routine. The first thing you can do is set a really consistent wake up time. So choosing a time to wake up that allows for seven to nine hours of sleep. And consistency is really key here for regulating your body's internal clock. So you want to take the earliest morning that you have to be up. So if you have to be up for work earlier than you do on a weekend, you need to pick the work time that you need to be up. Work backwards from there, you need seven to nine hours of sleep. So ideally you wanna work back about eight hours and that's the time you need to be going to bed. That bedtime and that wake time need to stay the same through the whole week. The next thing you can do is make sure that first thing in the morning, you're hydrating your body. So start your day by drinking a glass of water and really rehydrate your body after a good night's sleep. Then a morning stretch or exercise can be good. So incorporating light stretching, or walking into your morning routine is really gonna help boost circulation and energy levels. Spending a few minutes in a morning practicing some mindfulness or meditation or deep breathing, that's really gonna help to set a positive tone for the day and help to reduce stress. We then wanna make sure we get healthy breakfast in there. So, you know, we've been asleep, we haven't eaten, we've sort of fasted through the night. We really wanna make sure that we're fueling our body with a nutritious breakfast that includes a really good balance of protein, carbohydrates, and healthy fat. Another thing that you can do then is plan your day. So really make sure that you're, you know, you're reviewing your schedule, you're setting your priorities for the day. You are prioritizing the things that need to get done and being really organized with this. This really helps you to focus on key tasks and reduces that kind of decision fatigue or 
overdoing things, trying to do too much. It really helps you to be organized and realistic with what you can achieve through the day and make sure that actually you get on with those targets and get things done. Another thing that you can do through the day is that personal development. So dedicating some time to some personal development, whether it's reading, listening to a podcast, engaging in a hobby, these things all contribute to continuous learning and growth. They also give you really good stress relief. So finding something that you really enjoy and incorporating that into your morning routine can be really beneficial. Can do it in the afternoon as well, that one, if you want to. And then the next thing we need to look at is building an effective sleep routine. So the start of building the effective sleep routine, again, starts with this consistent bedtime. So same as the morning, we've taken that morning time and that's the time we're going to wake up each morning. And then we're going to work back from there between seven and nine hours, preferably at least eight if you can get to it. Aim to be going to bed at the same time each night that allows you to get that that eight hours sleep in. Going to bed and waking up at the same time, you know, really important for regulating that body's internal clock. You know, we've already we've already spoken about that, but it also helps to promote better sleep quality. And we've seen already how the sleep quality is important as well as the sleep time. So working back from that, we can create a relaxing bedtime ritual. So develop some sort of calming pre-sleep routine. Might be This might be where you want to get some of that personal development in. It might be where you want to read a book, take a warm bath, use some self-care, practice some relaxation exercises. So we want something that is calming and relaxing, but also something that is an enjoyable hobby or self-care. Third thing we can do is limit screen time. So avoid those electronic devices with screens at least an hour before bedtime preferably a little bit more if you can, but at least an hour. The blue light emitted really disrupts the production of the sleep-inducing hormone melatonin. So we really want to make sure that we're avoiding those screens. Another thing we can do is create a really comfortable sleeping environment. So you want to make sure that your bedroom is really conducive to optimizing sleep. You want to maintain a cool, dark, quiet environment. So people often have their bedrooms too warm, actually. You want your room around 17 degrees and you want to make sure that it's dark as well. You can also do things like investing in a comfortable mattress and pillows to make sure you've got that really optimal sleep environment. We also want to avoid stimulants. So limiting the the intake of caffeine, ideally keeping caffeine to a morning drink, keeping it out of your afternoon. It takes a long time to get that caffeine out of your body. So it you know, drinking caffeine even in an afternoon can impact your sleep quality in the evening. So really important to make sure that you're establishing a really good wind down period before you go to bed, getting those calming activities in and sticking to this really nice, consistent sleep schedule, even on weekends and matching the week to weekends. This really helps regulate our bodies to clock. Throughout the day then as well, you can really focus on some lifestyle factors that can help to contribute to better sleep. You know, we've talked a little bit about that self-development that might want to go into the morning or the evening routine. If not, you can get that in through the day. But we really do want some of these lifestyle factors to help improve better sleep because it really does help with this improved longevity and immunity. So things like regular exercise has been linked to better sleep quality. We do want to avoid any of those rigorous workouts too close to bedtime. So you can do something more like yoga a bit closer to bedtime, use that as something that's relaxing, but don't do any vigorous workouts too close to bedtime. We want those a bit earlier in the day, but we do want exercise in there. It's really important for good quality sleep. And lastly, be really mindful of your diet. This is something that's going to go on throughout the whole day. We want to limit any of those stimulants like the caffeine and alcohol, especially in those hours leading up to bedtime. But we really, in terms of sort of with sleep, we want to make sure that we've got balanced meals through the day so that we're balancing our blood sugar and also opt for a nice, light, balanced meal 
in the evening rather than those heavy rich foods that can disrupt your sleep and not eating too close to bedtime so ideally you want to be eating your dinner around six o'clock and preferably not any late lastly i just want to kind of say you know all of this is about setting new routines and it really does take time to adjust to new routines. So be patient with yourself. There's a lot of tips in there of things that you can implement. And it might be that implementing everything all at once is the way to go for you. But for other people, it might be that just pulling out one or two of those things and imp just implementing those and getting those really good first and then introducing the next step works better for you so don't put any pressure on yourself be patient with yourself maybe just take one or two of those tips and start to implement them and then build on that routine as those become more natural to you and become part of your daily life but it is really important to try and make these adjustments create the routines and support your morning and sleep goals so sleep really is you know as we can see from this it really is a non-negotiable when it comes to a healthy lifestyle when it comes to whether we're talking about just longevity or burnout chronic stress or whether we're talking about those chronic illnesses and autoimmune disease prioritizing quality sleep you really are going to be enhancing your longevity but also fortifying that immune system against various threats that we come up against i really hope that you found that helpful and i hope that you take some of these tips away and implement them into your day-to-day -day life we'll be back next week on the good health podcast with another guest episode for you I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Good Health Podcast. Do share the episode with anyone who you think it may benefit or who may enjoy it and help me spread the word by rating the episode or leaving a review. If you want more, you can find other episodes in the series on your podcast app or sign up to my free newsletter. Not only will you get information on new episodes launching, but we cover lots of health topics with the Ask Nicole section where you can send in your questions, my favorite recipes, my favorite products, tips and tricks to help you on the road to good health and much more. You can sign up free of charge at nicolegoodhealth.com forward slash newsletter, also linked below. I hope you have a lovely week. Don't forget to hit subscribe and I'll see you next time.